Welcome back, ladies. You made it for another episode of Boss Boob Rebellion, and you're listening to episode four. Have you ever wanted to open a business, but that crippling fear of crickets chirping has you frozen in your tracks? Do you overthink about what you should sell because you don't know if anyone will buy it? Well, girl, today's episode is for you. Fear is totally, totally, totally a valid feeling, but you cannot let it stop you, okay? I live for those cliche quotes you always hear because they're full of truth. I have a couple of top quotes I find um, that follow me in my life, but one that always follows me in my business life is, the answer will always be no if you never ask. Oh, I love that. I love it. So true. I forgot where I originally heard it from, but it has changed my outlook on my life and my business. Because basically, if you don't ask for help or advice, or if you don't put yourself out there, the answer you will automatically get from the universe is going to be no. And you'll never know if your business will succeed if you already said no to it even existing in the first place just because you're scared. So I'm going to share a story of the moment I decided to say, fuck fear, and listen to this cliche quote, and how in the end I found proof that this quote is a thousand percent true. When I first started Wolf and Rebel, I wanted to make a difference and get outside of my comfort zone. So one giant goal I made for that first year I was opened was to host a metal stamping workshop. I've always wanted to do some sort of workshop. I just didn't know what the hell it was going to be. And once I opened Wolf and Rebel, I realized this is it. This is what I want to do. So if you don't know what metal stamping is, um, it's the technique that I use to make my keychains. That's what it's called, metal stamping. And it's when you use a steel stamp with a design or a letter on it and you hammer it onto the metal to make an impression. So basically, I want to create this workshop where I can teach people this technique and then share my knowledge on this and then also get to meet new people, which is a huge thing for me because I'm an introvert and I don't like meeting new people. <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I just get really shy about it. So I'm very, very, very introverted. I just, I prefer to stay at home and I get really anxious at the thought of having to be around like large groups of people. So the fact that I was telling myself that I should not only throw myself into a group of strangers, but also stand and talk in front of them, that was super scary for me. But something was drawing me towards it. I knew that I wanted to do it. So in total, it took me a total of three to four months to actually plan and execute the entire thing. That included finding a venue and sponsors and selling tickets. So obviously I wanted to keep my investment costs low because I didn't really know how it was going to turn out. It could have been a total flop. It could have been a huge success. I had no idea. My shop was only a couple months old at this point, so I didn't know what to expect. But I ended up hosting it on a Sunday at this local cafe that I used to work at. And I knew that they were closed on Sunday, so I thought, well, it wouldn't hurt if I happened to have the workshop there on that day. It wasn't open. The space wasn't being used, so I reached out to the owner and I asked if it was possible if I could use the cafe, and they said yes. And I was able to use their space for free, which was a pretty big deal, because um, usually venue space is like a big cost for something like this. Like that's that's uh, it gets pretty expensive. So next on my list, I knew I wanted to have a little dessert table because that's my thing. If you've ever gone to any of my daughter's birthdays. I always have a good dessert table because I love it. I think it's so cute and so fun. So I thought, why not try to get a donation from a local bake shop to make a cool dessert table? I messaged quite a bit of shops and I heard no 
quite a bit, to be honest. And some people had said yes and then ghosted me, so that was really shitty, which never do that if you're a business. That's just really a crappy move. But eventually I got a yes, and it was from one of my favorite vegan bakeries in London, which I was over the moon about getting a, a donation from because I knew that if there was going to be leftovers, then I get to eat it. <laughs> but that, that was that was just like a little cherry on top. But the biggest hurdle I was um, going to be faced with was possibly supplying each guest with metal stamping supplies because that shit is not cheap. I think one set of letter stamps is roughly like 30-ish dollars and there's a lot of basic tools that you need in order to begin metal stamping. So the dollars are going to add up in that. So if I wanted to cover these costs myself, I'd basically be screwed. It'd be way too expensive and it would either make or break the entire idea of me hosting a workshop. Um, I knew that the only way to be able to make this happen and supply each person with tools was to reach out to Impressart, which is the biggest metal stamping company in the industry. They basically have all these different kits and tools and stamps, everything that you need to start metal stamping. And I knew that they were the people to go to for this. So I sent them an email and they were surprisingly really, really excited to work with me. That was that threw me for like a total loop. Like I did not expect that at all, but they were so lovely and so generous. And they even sent me like, like one of their kits because they were starting like a stamping school course thing. And there was like three or four different types of like um, courses. And they sent me supplies for each course to like test down. I thought that was freaking amazing. Um, and I was always making jokes like, is this how influencers feel getting free shit from businesses? Like, this is amazing. I want to be an influencer if that's the case. Okay. But anyways, um, they were also my very first business conference call. And that was like crazy. Like, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, because of them, I was able to make the Wolf and Rebel workshop real and we ended up selling out of all our tickets. So to this day, I'm always asked when we will host another one, which I hope is sooner rather than later because it was so much fun and I got a lot of positive feedback and I would love to do another one. But could you imagine if I let fear hold me back? If I allowed fear to tell me, no, don't email these companies because you're not good enough or your brand isn't big enough or they would never want to work with you. Or even if I said, no, don't host this workshop at all because you're not a professional. Who do you think you are? Like, why Why do you think people would take your advice or listen to what you have to say? And these were all, like, legit thoughts that I had. And it was, like, full-on imposter syndrome. I, it, like, I just – I thought – I didn't listen to it per se, but I still had those thoughts and I, like, pushed through it. Um but if I did listen to that fear, I would have missed out on the whole experience of meeting all the wonderful women that attended and the opportunity to be sponsored by these amazing businesses. I would have lost out on just the experience alone and the chance to do it all over again. So the way I see it, if you're drawn to do something out of your comfort zone, there is going to be fear. You'll probably feel like a fraud, like you're feeling like you kind of want to run away from this. But in all honesty, the reason you're being drawn to do whatever it is, and in this case, we're talking about starting some sort of business, it's because you're being drawn to it because your entire being and spirit is trying to grow and bring you towards another path. So it's important to listen to these little whispers that the universe is giving us. But the main question today is how do you overcome this fear of starting a business? Answering this question depends on so many things like what are you scared of? 
Is it losing money, putting yourself out there, but then no one buys? Or are you scared that you'll do it just completely wrong? Most people are worried that no one will buy. That's a very, very common fear because that's a huge concern. You put in time, effort, and money, and then possibly crickets. I am here to tell you the reality of this, okay? It is very, very rare that you will create something online and not a single soul will be interested in it. I promise you in this day and age, it's never been easier to be more successful online. Like, have you seen the crazy shit that people watch on YouTube? I can guarantee that someone in this world will find what you're doing interesting. Like, there's so much stuff out there that you would never think that anyone watch or buy or follow or be interested in but there's always somebody okay so don't lie to yourself that what you are bringing to the table is not good enough it is and you should believe in your product and yourself more but i do have some tangible advice to help ease some of that worry of selling so my first one is i would highly recommend starting to sell on etsy first before you kind of get into your own website it's super easy to set up and understand like the whole analytics of it so I did a little experiment to see how effective that platform really is because I've heard so many success stories. What I did, I opened up an Etsy shop and I did zero advertising or promotion for it. Like I literally just listed a couple of keychains and filled some of the shop info and then I like pieced out. I didn't I didn't touch it, I didn't like look at it, I just left it. And eventually I got an email for my first sale, which is crazy. And so far I've gotten a total of six organic sales, and that's huge. It doesn't sound like much because it's, I mean, like compared to like what some people are doing, like six sales is kind of low, but that's six humans that gave you money for your work. Six people from different parts of the world. Okay. That's insane still. That's, that's still a really great accomplishment. Okay. And for, for not doing any promotion on it or even like telling anyone about the Etsy shop, that's, that means that a simple search on Etsy, people were able to find my shop. So imagine how far you could go if you actually put energy towards it. You could do really, really, really well in there. So let's not worry about no one buying your work because I promise there will always be someone who connects with your vision and your product. And if you want to continue to be successful, you need to focus on the first couple people who invested themselves into your work because that's your squad. That's the OGs. Okay, don't just grow your following just to grow and have sales. That stuff will come naturally as you evolve, but you need to listen to those people who first bought your stuff because they have been there since day one, okay? Another thing, uh, this may be good or bad. I'm not really sure, but I absolutely hate when people tell me that they're scared to do something. Fear is such a crippling emotion, and for some people, it stops you from actually living. Like, no, just no, don't do that to yourself. Don't sell yourself short. Please, please, please don't do that. I am currently going through things myself and I've learned on more than one occasion, it's fucking bullshit to let fear hold you back. There's just so much things that you can learn and see and and grow from in this world that you can't let fear get you down like that. You can't let fear hold you back. And I'm always here if you want to confide in someone or need some tough love. You can reach me at, at Boss Babe Rebellion anytime, okay? I'm here to support and raise you, all right? So it's a little bit of a short episode, but until next time, bitches, be fearless. See you in the next episode. Bye.